counsellor or a psychotherapist wanting to attract more clients more simply, then you, lovely person, are in the right place. Because I'm here to help you navigate marketing and remove any confusion and overwhelm that you might feel. Oh, and ditch that critical, nagging inner voice too. So each week I'll offer you inspiration, motivation and practical advice so you can get your marketing done and then get on with your life. I'm Jane Travis and welcome to the Grow Your Private Practice show. It's great to have you here. Hi and welcome back. And if this is your first visit, it's really great to have you here. Welcome aboard. Now, the Grow Your Private Practice show has been going now for over a year, and that means I've recorded a new episode every single week for you. So we have now got a really good resource in this podcast that includes lots and lots of different things. So we've got things like um, issues to do with mindset and money mindset that are going to help you with things like confidence and dealing with like the dreaded imposter syndrome and that sort of thing. We've got lots of information about social media and we've got shows about saving time and getting better results and what platform to be on and all that sort of good stuff. We've also talked about directories, you know, making the most of your directory entry. We've looked at niching, we've looked at organisation and we've looked at self-care and we've had some absolutely amazing guests that have come and talked about loads and loads of things like websites, about money, about self-care, about how to make the most of your CPD, just to name a few. Now, you might not have listened to every single episode. So over the next few weeks, I'm going to share a few of these episodes again so that you can take a listen to some of the most popular and some of the most commented on episodes that I've done over this last year. And to start with, I'm going to share with you an episode from right back in the beginning, because in episode seven, I had the fantastic Fifi Mason come and talk to us about being an introvert in business. So if you're an introvert, this is an ideal episode to take a listen to, because we looked at so many different things. We looked at what is the definition of an introvert? We looked at the difference between being shy and being an introvert and why it's important to know the difference. We had a look at the business challenges that introverts might face. Fifi shared with us how she manages her energy. We looked at the challenges of authenticity. Uh, there's lots of tips for introverted business owners. We looked at reducing overwhelm. We, look, we looked at so many things. We looked at how we can overcome all of these challenges. But not only that, there's nothing wrong with being an introvert. It's not a bad thing to be. So we looked at some of the introvert superpowers that we can that we can use to help us to grow our business. And we also looked at why Fifi has blue hair. So why did she, why has she got blue hair? So there's absolutely loads going on in this episode. And like I say, this I think has been the most popular episode that I've done in the last year. So take a listen to episode seven, using introvert superpowers to attract more clients with Fifi Mason. I think you're going to enjoy this one. Let me introduce Fifi to you. Fee, it's really great to have you here today. Would you like to tell us a little bit about yourself? Thank you for having me, Jane. It's my pleasure. Yeah, so I found my passion and purpose helping introvert business owners to get visible without feeling overexposed. And I didn't really start out doing this, but it was kind of a journey 
of self-discovery over the last year or so. Um, I started out as a brand brand and website designer and and I knew the benefits of building a personal brand, but I didn't know how to put myself out there and I really struggled with it. So I started working on finding other ways to put myself out there and eventually got to this point where I learned so much more about personal branding and decided to go and follow that passion and just start start doing it for my clients. And it's interesting because I, I actually know I actually know Fifi. I met Fifi at a local networking event and we've known each other for a few years now. And I've seen the process that you've been through of when I first knew you were interested in branding and website design and you actually I've worked with Fifi and she's if you know Sprout, like the little icon that I've got, Fee actually designed Sprout, which I love. So she is multi-talented, multi-passionate. So, and I think that's the problem, isn't it? When we've got lots of different things we love, it's so difficult to kind of really decide on one thing. Oh yeah, definitely. I, I have so many passions and hobbies, um, but it, it really did doing the process of personal branding and, 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 figuring out who I am and who I want to be and what my vision is and what I want from the future has really led me to this point. Um, and I think that I'll always do a lot of those other things, but they don't have to be a career and they don't have to be a, a business, but yeah. Yeah. So they don't have to be front and center. Yeah. And I think that really ties in with, with counselors, you know, so often we have multi-passionate counselors who are so, interesting in so many different things but from a marketing perspective getting focused really makes a difference and I know when I've seen your journey of not being sure which way you wanted to go and then you decided that yeah actually I really want to work with introverts and you've blossomed haven't you? I think yeah making that decision and finally going for it really did make a big impact for me. I um as I said, I started as a as a brand designer and, and websites, and and I and I didn't fall out of love with it, but I just wasn't attracting the clients that I really wanted to work with, and I I just had to find myself. I had to figure out what I wanted, and that's how I ended up getting to this point and and really finding my people, the people I want to work with, the people who I enjoy working with, um, and also being able to help on a different level like I've been through I've experienced all of this so that I I can help other people figure it out themselves because I know so, that you're an introvert yourself aren't you so yeah. this is all lived and learnt experience yes definitely yeah. and what's really interesting as well is that now you've found your niche it's kind of exploded for you to the point that you've got your own online summit that's coming up in when is it it's August isn't it yeah, 24th to the 28th of August. It's the Quietly Successful Summit. And it's all about helping introverts to develop a visible and profitable personal brand business that aligns with their personality. So we've got a lot of different speakers in a lot of different areas, just focusing on uh, mindset, on sales, on getting visible on productivity, especially when it comes to the energy that we have to put into putting ourselves out there. 
Um, and it's going to be fab. I think it's going to be a great, a great event. Five days, free, free tickets. Free. I do like things that are free, <laughs> to be honest. Free is my favorite. It's my favorite price point ever. <laughs> Maybe you can let me have the details and I'll put them in the show yeah. notes. Um, for anybody listening to this, um, if you look on the show notes, it'll have the details of the summit for you as well. So fantastic. Oh, cool. Cool, cool, cool. So let's have a little think about being an introvert. I'm an introvert. You're an introvert. What would you say is the definition of an introvert? Okay. So an introvert is someone who is energized by being by themselves. They recharge by, by being alone, doing things by themselves. And they tend to, or we tend to, internalize our thoughts we 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 process our thoughts internally so rather than an extrovert who will think out loud we 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 need time to process to take things in to analyze to assess before we can kind of give our two cents and that's generally the definition of an introvert but there are some kind of there are some crossovers um some people some people believe that an introvert is also shy and um and that's kind of a misconception and just because you're an introvert doesn't mean you're shy that there are a lot of shy introverts but you, you don't have to be so what would be the difference there how would you know whether you're shy or an introvert so if you're shy then you probably tend to find social experiences anxious you'll get anxious in social in in social environments so it would be if you can imagine going to a networking event you would be terrified to go in and speak to people you'd be overthinking things you'd be worrying what what you might say if you say something wrong you might get embarrassed if someone um talks to you that's that's shy it's more of the overthinking more of the anxiety but if you're an introvert you're probably more likely to be fine going in there you might have some nerves and some um, hesitation because you know that you're gonna find it draining and not be able to follow along with some of the conversations that are going on because personally um, from my experiences I find that if there is a lot of people a lot of people talking I can't process the conversations quickly enough to contribute and things go far too quick and I, and I just can't join in. And then you, and then you start to uh, feel like you're just standing there and being awkward. And, and that's when some of the anxiety kicks in and you start to worry that people think you're being standoffish or rude or things like that. Um, or something's wrong with you. That is always always something that I've heard in the past. The oh, you're quiet. Is everything okay? Mm. Um, and it's and it's like it's fine. I'm just I. It's a lot to take in. I'm over. It's so annoying when people do that, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah, leave me alone. I'm just sitting here nicely and quietly. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, so th- if you're a shy introvert, then you might struggle with that, and also worrying about what they're thinking about you so um if you have both then then yeah then but the 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 thing is you need to remember that 
shyness is something that you can get past. It's just going to take practice. It takes time to think in different ways about the situation rather than worrying about what they're thinking. You, you need to take yourself out of that kind of thought pattern and you can work past that. But the thing with introversion is that you're probably never going to find a way to get that energy. You're going to struggle if it's mm-hmm. an overstimulating um, environment. You're going to, if there's a lot of people, you will find it difficult to contribute. There are ways to help, like being prepared, having things, having conversation starters and making sure that you've got those things in place. But you will need to adapt to to understand like that if you're going to do something social and this is online as well like online networking is just the same but if you're going to do those things you need to be prepared to rest to re-energize and take the time to be be an introvert and like um and do the things you need to to suit Mm -hmm. your personality so really the difference between being somebody who's shy and somebody that's an introvert is a shy person is probably a little bit socially socially anxious. Yeah. And if somebody's quite shy, then you can work on that to become less shy. Mm-hmm. So, you, you know, you can go to go to a counsellor or do some personal mm-hmm. development. But if you're an introvert, that's that's just the way you're built. It's not yeah. it's not something that's wrong with you. It's just a part of yeah. who you are and you don't have to change it. You just have to embrace it maybe. Yeah, embrace it and adapt. Um, understand what it means for you because not we're not all the same either. Um, we all have different experiences. We're all we're all unique. So um, you need to know how it it affects you. Some people are more introverted. Some people are in between. You have to know your own mind, your own body, and and react and and adapt in the right way so if you know that going to a networking event is going to drain you you need to make sure you've got the time afterwards to to re-energize and um and recharge so that the next day you're still going to be on top of your game and you just have to work with it rather than against it really it's about intensive self-knowledge you know really getting to know yourself and learn your processes yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So what are there any specific business challenges that us as introverts can kind of face? I find that there are there are a few. So as I say, networking is definitely something that an introvert is going to struggle with because of the energy it takes um, and the overstimulation and the and the thought processes. But I also find that online is the same like putting yourself out there always having to be on having to be high energy like this is that's kind of how the industry has like made made it seem that when you when you have to put yourself out there you've got to be this larger than life personality and you really don't have to be but it just seems like that and then there's this pressure for us to do that all the time so there's a real fallacy that to be in business, you've got to be this bouncy, extroverted, superhuman, <laughs> superhuman. And I suppose that's why as a, an introvert, it can leave us feeling a bit on the back foot that I've got to pretend to be 
I've got to put on a face. I've got to put on a mask and then be a different version of me, which is the thing that's so exhausting, isn't it? And yeah, it's exhausting. And also because we, it's inauthentic, it's not natural. And then it's, it just feels really uncomfortable. And then you're, you don't enjoy it. And then you don't want to do it. And, and then things don't, don't happen. Like you're not getting yourself out there. You're not visible. You're not, you're not making steps forward in your business. Because it feels like too much effort every time that you do it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard yeah. if we put ourselves under that pressure that I'm in business, that means I've got to be a certain type of people. And if that's the exact opposite of who we truly are, mm-hmm. that kind of sets us up to fail, I think, doesn't it? Yeah, definitely. And there's always this, um, you see it quite often when someone starts out in business, especially when they are more introverted, they, they try and hide and they become this faceless business. And it's, it's still very inauthentic, but it also impacts the, the way that their business is perceived. They're not coming across as um, a personable business that someone wants to actually be involved with and work with it. If you can't see who you are, if you're hiding, no one knows who who you are. No one can learn to like you and trust you. And they're really important parts of building a business. And especially for us as counsellors, because our business is built on the quality of the relationships that we have with our clients. So for us to be out there, letting our warmth show, letting ourselves be our authentic self is what is going to attract clients to us. And, and that forms the basis of all the work that we do with them. So it's really important. I think that we could be just who we are. We don't have to be anything other than ourselves and just get comfortable, I suppose, being that person. Yeah. And that's, um, that's in the last year, something that I've been able to get so much more comfortable with. Um, just, learning to accept who I am accept that I'm I'm never going to change I'm I am going to be the quiet one but I can still do these things and and finding my own ways of doing it and that suit me so it's like um taking the time in the morning so I when I want when I'm I'm predominantly on LinkedIn and if I'm going to be social in the morning, I will do that first thing. And then I have like an hour where I walk my dog to, to recharge and relax and get myself ready for the rest of the day. If I'm, if I'm going to be on doing a lot of calls and a lot of um, talking to people, I will make sure that I've got gaps in between so that I can, make make sure that I'm I've got the energy and and that I'm fully um fully in the moment with the people that I'm talking to um and then also making sure that I've got time in to to relax and and be how I need to be to to keep my energy up and that is so golden isn't it because there's sometimes that there's this kind of um kind of fallacy that we should all be hustling and out there and doing this. And I think that's so, certainly for introverts, that's not the way it should be. And I'm, I'm with you. If I'm feeling a little bit um, like I need a break 
if I'm feeling a little bit overwhelmed, I go out with my dog and I go out with my dog. Sometimes I'll not have any headphones in. Sometimes I'll listen to a podcast and it just gives me a chance to recharge. So then when I come back, it's a different version of me. And it's kind of, I've, I've just got that, that grounding, I suppose it is. Is that, do you think it's grounding? Is that the word? Yeah, it it makes sense to me. It does. Yeah. Like it it might not even be that if you haven't got a dog, but like going away and reading or sitting in your garden or just having something that breaks that cycle and, and not feeling guilty as well for doing that because you need to, to be the best, to be the best that you can be. So it's it's just I know when I when I did start out that was one thing that like having to like feel like I needed to be switched on and doing all the time was a big thing and I would feel guilty if I didn't but over time it has I've got to this point where I just know that I'm going to get I'm going to be more effective and get more done if I take the time that I need to recharge process thoughts think about things and when I do take that time, that's when I come up with some of the best ideas. That's so true. That is so true. I'm, I'm exactly the same. I'll sometimes, if, there's some, if I know I need to do some, if I'm putting together a course or I'm trying to write something or if there's something I'm trying to do, if I can't, if it's not working for me, I need to get out. I need to do something completely different. And then when I come back, I feel refreshed. My brain starts to work again. Mm. You know, all those little cogs start working. And then I'm having ideas. I'm inspired. And yeah, if without those breaks, I think I'd just work myself into the ground and not have any new ideas. Yeah, you just stifle your creativity. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So I suppose what you're saying is that and, and you're right, sometimes we can feel that, oh, I'm not working, then I feel guilty. Mm-hmm. Or we, we think that there's a way of working. And maybe it's because if we're usually in employment, you kind of have to go to work, be employed, like do you work for a set amount of time? And if you're not working at all in that little bit of, you know, in that time, that's considered skiving, isn't it? So maybe we've got like some echoes of the past that says, if I'm going to be working, I have to sit at a desk or do whatever it is. And of course, we were talking about marketing here. So I have to sit at a desk and I have to do the thing for X number of hours. And that's kind of, that's kind of old fashioned way of thinking it, about it, isn't it really? When, you, when, yeah. you're self, when you're self-employed, it is a, you are in complete control of the way you want to work, what's best for you. Yeah. And, and you've just got to work out how that works for you and figure out what is going to be best for you to be the most effective that you can be. Oh, it's fantastic, isn't it? That's why I love being (laughs) self-employed. You can literally make it work for you. So if you are somebody who struggles with getting out there and being visible and struggles with networking or things like that, do you have any tips for how we can kind of move forward from that? Yeah, so I find that being prepared is one of the best ways. So making sure that you've allocated time for specific tasks, that if you're going to go and do something like, well, I I like to break things down into really small bite-sized chunks as well. So rather than feeling overwhelmed by what you've got to do, or if you're approaching something like 
that's new, like um, maybe being a guest on a podcast. It's um, it's always good to like break down the tasks into, right, so the first thing to do is figure out what my topic could be. Then I need to go and look for someone who might want me on their show. Then I need to write an email to them and just break it down into really, really small things. So you're not looking at the whole, oh my God, I need to find um, loads of people that want me on their show and I need to send all these emails and it's just taking one small thing at a time so you're not feeling overwhelmed. Then it's, um, yeah, then it's being prepared so that you know what you're going to talk about, what you're going to say, making sure that you have notes if you need them, that you've practiced things. Um, I, if I'm going to, when I go to a networking event, I have a, a, an eight second statement. It's like a most most people call it a value statement or um, it could be like an elevator pitch or there's different terms for it. But it's like it's just an introduction that I will say that really gets to the core of who I help, um, why I help them and how I help them. And it and just having all of that and, and being prepared may, means that when I get there, I'm not worried about like there's so much going on. I feel overstimulated. I know what I need to say when I first introduce myself. So like things like that, yeah, making sure that you're prepared. Um, if you're going to do like a presentation or anything like that, again, that's practicing, preparing, all of these things that, that are going to help you um, just just do it and, and, and make sure that you are comfortable in, in that situation, not feeling as awkward and that, you that you're ready yeah so it sounds like there's a lot about the preparedness that actually yeah. just reduces the overwhelm so therefore you're going to feel more confident when you actually I mean I'm just thinking about things like um oh what do you call it when you when you imagine what you're gonna what do you call it I can't think what it is and athletes do this they imagine themselves like doing the race and winning don't they Oh, like visualize it. That's it. Oh, crack! <laughs> my brain stopped working there. I wonder if that would work, like visualize visualizing yourself doing the thing. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I would, I do that when I'm um, going to do a presentation or like stand up in front of a crowd and do some public speaking, which I don't do very much of. But when I do, um, I have to like imagine the ending. Imagine like seeing the smiley faces and everyone clapping and that's going to get me through that that's going to help me to get to the end of it but again yeah being prepared having systems and processes as well like as I said like breaking things down into small tasks that's like having a system and process that you know this is the first thing to do this is the next thing this is um and I'm I suppose I'm quite geeky and I use um I like to use notion to do all my planning um I get so into it like um and notions of productivity system. app isn't it yeah it will yeah it's like a productivity note-taking kind of all-in-one type app um and it's yeah and it really helps me to create the systems that I need and I have systems for everything so from creating a new product to um, writing a sales page to having 
a process to write stories for my for my LinkedIn posts and all sorts of things. I just have processes mm-hmm. and, and systems and prepare and plan. What I'll do is I'll link to Notion below. So if anybody wants to go and try it, um, they can go and have a look at that. But yeah. you're a very organised person. You completely put me to shame <laughs> with my haphazardness. But you, I know your Notion. You have shown me your Notion because I didn't know what Notion was. And it's so organised. It's yeah. absolutely brilliant. You <laughs> use that for everything, don't you? Like your images and your blogs and yeah. emails and everything. Yeah, Every, every planning thing that I do goes through it um it's like it's like my second brain is how I describe it oh God, I think I've I struggled to have one brain to be, to be honest so we've had a look at some of the challenges that we can face as an introvert we've had a look at some of the ways that um it can be difficult but what about the other side what is it I mean you call it introvert superpowers so what is it that we have as an introvert that can really help us that really push ourselves forward and make things make it make it better for ourselves so yeah the introvert superpowers are the traits and qualities that help us in different ways so i like to break these down into practical strengths and character strengths and some of the practical strengths are are writing so we because we like to process our thoughts internally getting things out on video or a podcast or anything that's going to not be our strong point but writing things down is a way to get things out in an easier uh, in an easier manner so a lot of introverts are really good at writing and even if you don't do a lot of writing it might be something that you would find easier to start off with it helps you find your voice it helps you get some of those thoughts out of your out of your brain and even if you're not doing it as um as a blog or anything like that you're just doing it for yourself initially that's a really great way to just get stuff out so even doing it informally and i know that for myself i make i write a lot insofar as with pen and Mm -hmm. paper Mm-hmm. rather than typing I find that helps to get my thoughts out easier do you, yeah. do you find that as well I think you're probably a better typer than me though I type <laughs> yeah well as I said Notion has it it's like my it's where I dump everything so yeah but writing is I love writing and I and I and I never used to because I didn't feel like I was a good writer but the thing is like we can all write you just write the thoughts in your head the way it comes out in your head like just be natural with it and so what if there's a few grammar mistakes in there and you just don't even worry about that like no one else will care it's just yeah getting your own thoughts out on paper and just start doing it yeah we put ourselves under pressure that it's got to be perfect but yeah I always say that if you can write you can talk ultimately if you can write no yeah. if you can talk you can write that's the, got it the wrong way. <laughs> if you can talk you can write because all yeah. you're doing is having a conversation really yeah yeah and and I have such a intense internal monologue and it's always like I might be quiet but inside my head there's a lot going on <laughs> and it's like 
so so I can just I just need to get it out and it's like the best way of doing that is writing it down for me and I find that a lot of introverts are, are very much the same do you find journaling really helps as well I've never got into it much um I have tried and I suppose in a way some of my blogs are very very much my thoughts in that respect anyway so because my to- the topics that I talk like write about they're not they're not like always five steps to or it's more yeah. of a yeah so it's more of my kind of theories and opinions and that's where I'm starting to go with a lot of it so yeah I suppose I suppose that is so it's more reflection for you really mm. rather than just how to yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. so another strength of introverts is observation and that's because where we we don't tend to jump in um in a situation we we tend to sit back watch learn from others first assess what's going on and and i I find this happens with with a lot of introverts in different situations so getting started on a new social channel they're not going to just start putting stuff out there they're gonna they're gonna be someone who just observes everything and the great thing about that is that you can learn from others you can learn from watching what others are doing um and not only that we're good at observation because we see things that other people don't see because we take such a long time to observe and and take in what and everything we can so um yeah that's that's a big practical strength for most for most introverts and I think I've done that recently because it was only in January this year that I started on um, Instagram and I did a lot of looking what other people did, looking at how they said it, what works for me, what encourages me to comment on something, what I like to see. And that meant that by just observing and taking the time to examine it, it meant that I felt more comfortable with what I was putting out there. It was like, it's almost like practicing without practicing, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> and I, I think that, um, I think that made a real big difference when I first started on Instagram, just by just using a bit of observation. Yeah. I, and I was the same with LinkedIn for, for some time. I, I didn't post very often. I did, I started commenting first and, um, and just watching what worked and looking at what worked and then, coming up with my own ideas and experimenting and and really taking that kind of way of doing it rather than just going all in with it straight away and just guessing mm. it's like using that skill of observation and I think that helps with that feeling of the feeling of being overexposed of putting something out there that you're not comfortable with I think being able to observe stuff and think about what you want to put out there can really help with that. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So another strength of introverts is our listening skills. So because we're we're not ones to jump in and talk, um, we we are comfortable with silence, and that allows other people to speak. That allows them the opportunity to tell us more about themselves and then we can read between the lines a bit 
a bit better as well. Like some people, they they say something, but they mean something else. And that's because we're re- we can see that because we're really good at listening. I mean, that obviously, you know, this we're talking about counsellors and as a counsellor, listening is is ultimately kind of, you know, a large part of what we do. So we can bring that into the marketing side as well. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. And, and 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 listening to what what people want and 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 then just giving it to them. If you're always the one that's just talking and putting yourself out there, then you're not you're not listening, you're not finding out what what your audience really want from you. Um so yeah, using that listening skill is definitely gonna help. The final one is well it's two together is problem solving and creative thinking they kind of go together because it's about i think we're really good at seeing the bigger picture rather than focusing on one thing it's more of this kind of whole look at stuff and and approaching things in different ways like if you have a problem you would approach you might approach it differently to the way an extrovert would because because of the way we process our thoughts again um and the creative thinking coming up with ideas having we give us if we give ourselves the space we can come up with unique creative things because we're such deep thinkers um and that's a really good strength so to give ourselves permission to uh, give ourselves permission to take some time and space to do that yeah, like it, it, because we need that recharging time, that re-energizing time to be introspective, to to be uh, to process thoughts, to think things through. If you do give yourself that time, you're going to be a, a much better problem solver. Um, you're going to see the bigger picture, and you're going to be a creative thinker. You're going to have lots more ideas to help you solve solution have solutions or come up with solutions to problems oh that's that's just fantastic because it's basically saying don't be so don't be so damned hard on yourself (laughs) (laughs) don't put yourself under pressure try not to put yourself under pressure to do things in a way that doesn't suit you and you're going to get further yeah basically (laughs) (laughs) in a nutshell just be a little bit kinder to yourself (laughs) and trust that it's all going to work out yeah and then um but then we've also got the character strengths and and these i'll go through them quickly are like empathy perspective honesty um authenticity and this this kind of deep desire for connection so um going back to the misconception of introverts being shy um it's not that we're shy it's that we just have a desire to talk to to have a deeper connection and talk to one person at a time it doesn't mean that we don't want to be with lots of people Mm. I've never I used to be shy I used to be painfully shy when I was younger but I enjoy spending time with people now I want to meet new people quite often but it is it is challenging and when I do it's it's much more um rewarding to have a deep connection like a, a an intense conversation with someone and and really get them in that rather than being in a group of people where you just it's all very surface level and you don't get to know them 
Yes, that, the dreaded small talk. Yes, yeah. yeah. I hate it. Hate yeah. it. Imagine most people don't like small talk. To be honest, I think it's just the real extroverts that really love some small talk. And I yeah. think so many people really dread it. Dread it. Yeah. But um, but again, that that can be improved by having processes. And I think over the years, I have I have developed ways to get around that. And one of the things that has helped is dyeing my hair blue. <laughs> now, so. if you, obviously, this is a podcast. You can't see Fifi, but she's got the most beautiful hair that's actually a branded colour for your yeah, brand as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so when I dyed my hair blue, it was because I wanted an icebreaker. I wanted to have a reason for people to come to me and talk to me first. and And it became like, a, a way to segue into what I do because it's my personal brand color. So I, someone will say, oh, "I love your hair. Why did you do it?" And I'm like, "Oh, it's my personal brand color." <laughs> and then I start talking about personal branding, and it just instantly takes it into that that way, into that where I want it to go. So um, yeah, small talk was. It, there is processes and things that you can like if you have certain subjects that you can learn to to make small talk about and then segue into where you want to go with the conversation that's gonna move it quicker so so you just have a a way of doing it um and plan it and prepare again process so you don't have to dye your hair but you no. could do, you <laughs> you could do something like where like brightly coloured jewellery or a scarf yeah. or something that makes people feel like they've got something to talk about when they come yeah. to you. And I'm just thinking, I did actually do a little help sheet about um, small talk and I'll link that below because I've got a little help sheet about it. It's about preparing ideas for things to talk about um, yeah. when you're in a small talk situation because my mind goes absolutely blank. I can't even <laughs> think of, I can't think of the first thing to say to anybody. Yeah. It is um it is a, like it just feels awkward and then you don't want to do that kind of first initial um and and it's it's very similar on like if you have a call with someone it's not just face to face it's like you're meeting someone the first time for the first time on a on a call um like a phone call or on a zoom chat or anything like that and it's like oh you've got to do that like oh, how are you oh how's the weather uh, uh. And it's really, really awkward. And well, it feels then, inauthentic. I mean, one of the yeah, things about us as introverts is that we are we are authentic, you know. Mm-hmm. And so to to say something that I consider really boring just doesn't feel. I suppose you have to kind of do it to a certain extent, but it just yeah. feels so fake. It does. But but then if you have ways that that you're happy with, if you prepare that and plan it, that and then you and, and you do it every time. It just it will feel natural after a while to and then and it and it if you've planned it right it will segue right into where you want to go the conversation to go so um, yeah just like I say planning processes and yeah perfect <laughs> perfect oh cool is there anything else are there any more superpowers because that's quite a lot. Um, I haven't got the, I'm sure there's plenty more, but, um, yeah, like empathy perspective, yeah. obviously. Um, so I think for us as counselors, I think that because we're counselors, we tend to have all of those skills 
So it's about honing it and really stepping into that rather than think I've got to be, you know, more extroverted or a different kind of person to just fully step into those skills that we already have. Yeah. Yeah. Embracing them. Um, that's, that's what I, that's what I'm all about. Embracing who you are, um, accepting yourself and, and really figuring out what your strengths are, because these might not be for your strengths. Most of them will likely be they 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 are if you're an introvert then you tend to have a lot of these but yeah go away figure out what your strengths are and then just work with them and and use them within your brand within your marketing with within your business use them to give you that edge give you the superpowers um and yeah get move you forward so there's no need to copy what others do. Just really relax and, and listen to what's right for you and yes. go with that. Yes. Oh, do you know, that feels so wonderful. It's like a weight coming off your shoulders that, oh, <laughs> God, I can just be me. Yeah. Thank God. Thank God for that. That's, that's absolutely fantastic. Thank you, Fiona. That's, that's really, really brilliant. No problem. Now, what I, what I do is I do this little and finally section. So, and, uh, and I, can't, I, I ask you if you've got any sort of tips or books or apps or anything that you'd share that would help people with, with this. I mean, is there something that you could share with us? Well, I already mentioned Notion, but um, yeah. there is also, if you're um, tr- figuring out if you're an introvert, trying to learn more about being an introvert, there's one book that I highly recommend, and that is Susan Cain's Quiet, The Power of Introverts in a World That Can't Stop Talking. It is, it's eye-opening, and it will, it really does delve into a lot of the, a lot more of what we talked about and how you can accept who you are, accept yourself as an introvert and not feel like you have to be extroverted and it, yeah it's a brilliant book and i highly recommend that one. Oh, it sounds fantastic thank you so I'll, again i'll link to that below um in the show notes oh fiona thank you i still keep calling you fiona don't i it's fifi <laughs> i'm sorry fifi it's it's really really um that's that's brilliant and i'm sure the people listening are going to have really taken a lot from that and i'm hoping for me i think one of the biggest things really is being able to just step into the person that you are and just not try to be something that you're not. And like I say, that takes off such a weight. So I know that you write loads of really brilliant blogs. Where can people find those? And what's the best place for people to find you and connect with you? You said about LinkedIn. Yeah, so I'm on LinkedIn. Um, You'll find me just by searching Fifi Mason or um, the Fifi Mason. And my website is fifimason.com. That's where my blogs are. And I also have a free download, which is on fifimason.com forward slash embrace. And that's all about embracing who you are as an introvert, adapting, understanding, um, and on all of that sort of thing. So that is on my website. Okay. And I'll link to that below as well. Yep. 
Fee, that was really brilliant. Thank you so much. I'm sure that people are going to have taken away loads from this. There's certainly lots to think about, um, lots of reflection for us. And um, as introverts, we'll be great at that, won't we? (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much. And... And thank you for listening as well. If you've got any questions or if you've got any thoughts or comments about this, please come and link with me. Um, you can usually find me at Instagram and I'm um, at Grow Your Private Practice, all lowercase and no spaces. Come and join in the conversation there. And I look forward to seeing you again next time. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoyed this, then please subscribe to the show. And while you're there, I'd love it if you could leave me a big, shiny five-star review. Bye.